The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Shout out to Fino Black, this music lover, Twan Burgundy, Silent Age Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry. I'm me, I'm representing for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech, the revolution is pending. But it's cool because you see we on a mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. This flight attendant is sharing secrets that airlines won't tell you. You might want to think about ordering something other than coffee or tea. We went to Air Hollywood and met up with flight attendant Jamila Hardwick, who says her colleagues never order warm beverages when they fly. The thing about the coffee and the tea is that the pipes are rarely cleaned. Airlines are only required to disinfect and flush the water tanks four times a year. Fine, no coffee. How about Diet Coke? She says flight attendants have an issue with pouring Diet Coke because it fizzes up more than any other soda. I don't know what it is about the chemistry in Diet Coke and us being 40,000 feet in the air, but by the time it takes us to pour one Diet Coke, we could have three other drinks poured. Another secret, why you shouldn't ask a flight attendant to help you store your luggage. We do not get paid until the boarding door is closed. If we put that bag in the bin and we get hurt, we do not get to write it off as an on-job injury. Next, this dirty little secret about blankets and pillows. Bring your own. These get washed, but we're not sure how great they get washed, right? Same for the pillows. They will take the lining off the pillow and put a new one, but you still have the pillow that's in there that's dirty. And speaking of germs, our flight attendant says that everything you've heard about your tray table is true. Oh my gosh, this is disgusting. When cleaners come on, they don't have time to wipe down every individual tray. So it's best wet ones. Please bring them on. Please clean off your trays before you put anything on here. An airline industry spokesperson tells Inside Edition the safety of passengers is the number one priority, and that includes providing clean drinking water and cabins. Finally, this flight attendant says a little kindness goes a long way. We are more likely to help you find a better seat if you're nice to us. <laughs> and maybe get an extra drink or something? Maybe an extra drink or two. Get a drummer song, pipe down, get a plumber song. You were checking out the number one assassinator of lame duck spun. Took us got the game sucked like a summer bun. Young C, we got another one. Giving these niggas another run. For they money, um, the crap table when them dice get hot. Fine taste, you sure shot, you put your money on. 
boogie. Get a drama song, pipe down, get a plumber song. Uh, you were checking out the number one assassinator of lame ducks. Fun ticker got the game tucked like a cummer bun. Young C, we got another one. Giving these niggas another run. Run for their money. Um, the crap table when them dice get hot. Fun taste, your shot, you put your money on. People wanna ask, hey, why you so mad? I say it's cause comfortable niggas like you ain't mad enough. The war for our minds just intensify. We got bigger fish to fry, niggas, so batter up. We on the battlefield with the monsters, man. Pretty soon your own thoughts gonna be contraband. They can harass, arrest, abuse, and try to knock us, but as long as we got breath, man, they can't stop us. Can't stop us. A dedication on the DJs. Yo, what is good, everybody? You are listening to the Where's My 40X podcast. It is Wednesday night, and hopefully you're listening to this Thursday at some point during the day. I used to say Thursday morning, but it just depends on how early I wake up, what time I got to be to work, and how much editing actually goes into getting the show up and out onto the site. Thursday, eventually. Also, I haven't heard that McBoogie Little Brother mixtape in forever. Oh, so um, the game has changed for who that is. It is completely changed. <laughs> I went and I pulled out one of my old drives, like old college drives. Yeah, the, that shit is a funny. And I was though. like, okay, I wonder what's on this drive. And I was looking for... The Jay Z like the Kano the White album right and I was like let me find that White album I know Ooh. it's on here somewhere and I was looking and I said I know I had some music on here too let me go ahead and get all the, all that old college music off man I thought it was like fifteen maybe twenty gigs of music because I already oh, no. had like ninety seven gigs of music so I'm like it's like another twenty that ain't that ain't gonna be too bad bruh. I had 167 gigabytes of music. I was like, oh, Lord. I'm not surprised, bro. (laughs) The game has changed. I started going through the music. It's so many Two Dope Boy downloads. Yep. It needs to I was on on their website like every day, y'all. Dude, I get, because I think I end up copying all of yours, and it's sitting on an old hard drive in a computer upstairs. I just got to get shit off of it. (laughs) But like the, all that shit that we had, like when we were in college, from like college all the way up to about 2011, that's a lot of shit. That's a lot. Yeah, I remember we had, remember when everybody put out a color of uh, of the uh, black album. Yes, I have the pink one, the brown one, the gray like everybody one, had a the color. white one. I have brown a bunch album. of them. Kev Brown. I have a bunch of these. The gray album. That was Danger, Danger Mouse. Mouse right? did it. Yeah, that's yeah. Danger Mouse did it first, and that's what started. That made all his up. whole career. Yeah, he stirred yep. everything up after that. So that Kano White album. And I always go back and forth because I don't like Justify My Thug on the original Black album, but I Where? like it on the Gray album and I like it on the White album. That's probably like, I think the Gray album is my favorite version. And then, mm-hmm. like, um, I always go back and forth with PSA because the White album version of PSA, I don't, I'm not going to say I like the beat better. I like it for different reasons than what Rube did. On the original PSA. And I definitely, I think, like the beat for Change My Clothes better on the White Album. It's just different. Like, Pharrell is Pharrell. It's just a different sound and take on that song. And I think it works. I don't know if I've ever heard the White Album. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, All right. Here is PSA. This announcement sponsored by Good Folks and Rockefeller Records. 
fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, Ho, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the R-O-C, Ho. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music biz number one supplier. Fly it in a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, Ho, Ho. Not D-O-C, but similar to the letters. No one yeah, we all know the words. I'm not about to play that whole giant like the only thing i think the kano album misses is bass like if it if somebody would have came through and put some subs behind these beats oh my god there'll be a problem there'll be such a problem because the brown album what was that kev brown and that, that was, was more like brown. jazzy yeah it was jazzy i remember i i totally forgot about all of them the i gotta re-listen to all of those let me see here's a change clothes from the white album Yeah, ma, you do this back. The made back proof is back. Tell the whole world the truth is back. You ain't gotta argue about who can rap, cause the proof is back. Just go through my raps. New York, New York. Yeah, where my troopers at? Where my hustlers? Where my boosters at? I don't care what you do for stacks. I know the world glued your back to the wall. You got a brawl, do that. I've been through that. Bitch, shot at. Shoot that. Gotta keep a peace like a boot ass. New Jack, nobody gon' Wesley snipe me. It's less than likely. Move back, let I breathe. Shed out night. The more space I get, the better I write. Oh, never I write. But if ever I write, I need the space to say whatever I like. Now just change clothes. In the phantom, you can bring your friend, we can make this a tandem, or you can come by yourself and you can stand them. Best believe I sweat out weeds, give afro puffs like R A G E. How you get if you can move it, back it on up like a you want truck. You run and tell him ducks, you heard Hobie new shit. He and the boy now make beautiful music. He is to the east coast with Snoopers, to the west coast with faces the Houston, young hove in a house. Yeah, my bad, y'all. I didn't mean to let it play that long. <laughs> I just went to a dream state. Jay Z really had us thinking he was fucking retiring, man. <laughs> That's all I keep saying. We really thought that nigga was retiring. Oh, they flipped that album so many times. I know. Yeah, it's like, this is the last shit ever. <laughs> gonna keep flipping it. Are you a producer? <laughs> Drop some beats on this, on, on this album. Know. And the thing it is, most of them really work, man. That's how good the damn lyrics were. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, my gosh. Because did the um, play the, the Fade to Black DVD was that, that came out. Yeah, that still came out before um, he decided to be reinstated. Yeah. <laughs> kingdom Come. <laughs> yeah, because I remember Fade to Black, because I still got Fade to Black DVD, and I remember, like, this nigga really leaving. Oh my gosh. Uh, he had everybody. He had like, it was like the who's who of producers he worked with. Mm-hmm. So he had like Josh. You had 
uh, early nineties. You had uh, with Kanye was up there. Yeah. Guru was doing shit like it was just mm-hmm. every, every junk was 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 beautiful, except for <laughs> just by my thug. <sighs> that album could have been. I still perfect. like the lyrics of that song. Dog, the lyrics are so dope. I hated that song until I heard other beats, and I was like, "Yo, this is fire." It fits I also didn't completely hate it, but mostly again because of the lyrics. I guess the beat is kind of weird. It was DJ Quick, I think, who did it. That was one. definitely yeah. DJ Quick. Yeah, who did that the, one? The beat was all right. And that hook. No, the beat is not that all right. Yeah, ass motherfucker. The beat is not <laughs> okay. all right. I hate everything about Just by My Thug. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, fair enough. That, that, uh, that, you take Justify Thug off. That is a a flawless album. I don't yeah. know. I have a, I have issues with threats. I don't particularly like the beat. I, I don't like threats. I don't think I like threats has aged well. I love threats. I don't think the beat is aged well. I like the lyrics, but I don't think the beat ever kind of ever really blew me. And that's ninth, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Ninth. That's like the only ninth beat. So <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, what's the best beat on that album? Now is the question. Ooh. Oh man, I gotta go pull up the album. I would say <laughs> it's it's between. I'm looking at the track list right now. It's Hold between up. Allure, December fourth, and PSA. Will say, like Allure is still like my favorite. Allure is the greatest Jay Z song ever. Man, like <laughs> oh shit, he said it's the I'm greatest. Still, album. I don't like, know about that. Bro. Wish whoever did like the track listing sequence that should have been the last song. Yo, it, you know it, what? It, yeah, I agree with you. It is full out the last song. That shit is it the is. credits roll. You when you heard that, that was the credits roller at the end yes. of the shit. You yes. shed a goddamn tear. Yes. You like Jay Z is done. It he is does. over. <laughs> we done seen it all. He Start really the movie back over. Black. Yes, that should have been the last song, man. Oh. Like that should be last song that like his jump with Biggie. You should have like he should have just played you like you know after you just sitting there you just let the album play like we right. and then five minutes later you hear another song like what the fuck is this? That's what it should have been. <laughs> it should have been a Marvel in credit. That's what that last <laughs> song should have been. Oh god, like on volume three, we had to uh, wait for like the whatever the last song was, and then you yes. had to wait like twelve minutes before. <laughs> The fact that all all albums in the nineties had that, <laughs> it's yeah, like you never, you never tried, you never. If that joint, the song went off and that thing was still spinning, <laughs> you like, hold up, what's coming? I know you had a lot of those. I remember uh, Reese on her album and how I do, like it was tsunami, and it was such a nice, nice like you know slow song, and then like I it probably wait like four minutes. <laughs> And it was like this rock thing. You're like, where did that come from? That's not on the track listing. What's that? Hidden tracks used to be the giant, man. I miss them. If they were good. I just like, you know, there being some extra shit there. I mean, obviously, if they're good, it's always better, but still. Yeah, I used to, the Roots did hidden tracks because I used to have all their albums. Yes. And they numbered all their albums from, from zero one. all the way from the very first album. Yeah. So you get one album and it'd be like it'd be like sixty three. Then you get the next album, it'd be like sixty six. Like nigga, what? <laughs> yeah, right. Something is hold missing. Up. Hold up. <laughs> Gotta go back. Man. I mean, look, there's so many shit great, on the tipping point. Yeah, there's so many great beats on this album. The Lord is just my favorite song, though. Yeah, yeah Lord. I, mean, I don't know it's my favorite beat, though. I just think everything came together. <laughs> yeah, I like Allure a whole lot. Like, 
but PSA is still not PSA, everywhere. Nigga, it just plays. PSA oh, yeah, comes PSA. on in the club and it's a rap dog. If you've ever seen it, him perform that live, it's it's a yeah, game changer. Dude, I yeah. knew I was old because like when I went to the Jay Z Beyonce tour and Jay Z did his part, right? First thing I was like, I'm here. It's only like I'm look. I'm making eye contact with a few of the niggas. I'm like, okay, Jay Z fans, I see y'all. I see y'all. But this nigga p- did uh, PSA because I wasn't expecting him to do that shit. And I was the nigga in my section. I got I got my girl mom beside me. I'm screaming out these goddamn words. <laughs> screaming these goddamn words out. I don't care who around me. We rapping. I looked at some nigga like two rows down. He rapping too. We rapping to each other. This you feel like amazing. Superman when you when you rap all the PSA. Mm. No, yep. when you when Straight he allowed me to reintroduce, if you don't get the fuck up when yes. you hear that, yes. Oh. If you don't get up when you hear the first chorus, doom, doom, doom. If you don't, <laughs> if you ain't moving Ooh. somewhere, if you ain't this standing ain't up, movie, dog. So if you ain't standing up, ready to catch the spirit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just Blaze brought in the gospel organ to just feed it to you. Mm-hmm. I'm Listen, just saying, man. bro. I don't. I remember when that album came out. I was at UMBC in college. I was in the fucking student union building, and there was a dude in the in the student union, like in the food court area. This random white dude. He's like one of the white dudes. I was in the black fraternities on campus. Um, he stands up, and then he just goes, "Allow me to reintroduce myself." <laughs> and then everybody in the whole shit was like, "My name is Oh." <laughs> Dead ass, like ninety as people. In there. You know, I love how that link brings black people together. Oh, as it should be. It was incredible. PSA just got lines, dog. He just got bars. I'm sorry, but when this fool said, "Whenever there's a drought, get your umbrellas out," because that's when I brainstorm. That's when I brainstorm. Bro, come mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Like he was dropping. I shoot at you, bars. actors like movie directors. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> listen. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, just too good much. grief, man. Moment of Clarity is a weak beat because it was produced by Eminem, and we all know he can't really make beats. I like don't that. dislike Moment of Clarity. I like it better on I the ground. Like it. It's I don't dislike it. I like Moment of Clarity, but beat-wise, it's meh. That's where I'm at. He's the same, he used the same uh, uh, keyboard chords. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the same shit from Renegade. Yeah, it's not it's not a strong beat. I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100. December 4th, hate. What More Can I Say is incredible. Encore I like is incredible. I'm gonna get some hate for this. Being from Virginia, I have never liked the dirt off my shoulders beat, but it works. Oh, you wrong for that? But I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I hate when I, I hate when I hit an instrumental. Like I hate remember when, when he played that shit on uh, Fade to Black. Black. Yes. <laughs> nope, y'all not ready. That whole that whole scene don't even make me like that beat. I love the energy in the room, but every time I used to have dirt off my shoulders on an instrumental, it used to piss me off. Like, well, this was a wasted beat because I'm not freestyling it- over this. It's not. But, it's not. It's not my favorite Timberland beat. I will say that. But now it's still great to the motherfucking greatest man. No, Jay Z's lyrics absolutely made that song. I'm sorry, like it wasn't the beat. <laughs> man, I like Threat beat. Nine Nine Problems is classic. Yes, mm-hmm. very much so. Rick Rick Rubin just bringing back like old school Def Jam. I, I, I was waiting for the Beastie Boys to come on the end of the track. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I like Lucifer, Lucifer great. but like Lucifer I also don't great. like Lucifer because he gets very yeah, repetitive. I can't put his foot in that one, dog. He did, but the beat gets repetitive as fuck sometimes. Like it, it, just... it is, it is, it is chopped up soul to his greatest. 
Yeah, I think this, but yeah, beat wise, it kind of lingers too long. But um, yeah, it's still a fire beat. Oh yeah, no, I'm not scared. I remember track. when I first, like, you remember when you first heard, you was like, "What the fuck? Like, what is this?" Twan, you remember when we got it early, and dudes in the dorm was wilding out, like trying to come get it. Yes, bruh. Everybody, we was like, "Hold up, what y'all playing?" <laughs> that black album. That, that new Jay Z <laughs> nigga. New Jay Z nigga. We got everything. I, I remember the bootleggers had it all on campus. Oh, Deidre, I was the bootlegger. Campus. So they had oh, yeah. about five bootleggers all across campus, and I was one of the like, get your Jay Z. Yeah, that was me. I was on um, LimeWire and Kazaa that night, like getting every track straight, organizing it, everything. <laughs> no, you, you either, in the college, you either loved us or hate us because. In our dorm, we had too many. We combined our sound systems <laughs> to just have speakers everywhere. So we just blasted music through the hallway. Oh my god! We you had too many speakers. <laughs> you had no choice. You also HBCU. Oh my god! <laughs> like, in, in the white door, you going you going <laughs> And everybody came and hung out just in our room. But like, usually, just hung out in the room, listening to music. Nah, man. Like, I, I still don't think that. Like, I don't think that Jay Z and Pharrell have gotten together and made a bad song. Mm-hmm. I feel my soul feels like there's something. There is. I don't know. Front is fire. I like. I just. I feel like I, I like so many of them. Isn't that so anxious or whatever the song is? Yes. What's on Blueprint 3? No, yes. she's right. Fuck so anxious. Song. Okay, everything about Blueprint 3, though. No, nah, but you made a bold <laughs> statement, sir. Everything on Blueprint 3, though. You made a bold <laughs> statement, and they're definitely on there together as friends. Oh, so. everything on Blueprint 3 is... is, 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 is yeah, but that is, damn song oh. was trash. So I can't, I can't co-sign that because I can't stand <laughs> But for the most part, yes. For the most for the look, they got a great batting average. Right. Right. I totally agree. I think I I'm mean, still with the lore, though. <laughs> this nigga made change clothes and had, like, had freeway and beanie in suits. Hey, did y'all this see... This didn't look comfortable. Did y'all see the three? <laughs> remember, you know, all of them freeway and, uh, oh, what, excuse me, miss, remember they all was in suits? Dog, uh, look uncomfortable. But excuse me, Mrs. Fire. And so, what a remix is everything. It Both. is, yeah. but that, but that, that remix, is, remix. Oh, that remix is, all that remix is so great. <laughs> the oh. fact that I like when uh, Jay Z in the video is like, "My man will shoot you," and Beanie's was like, "I will shoot you." Yes. Like, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that that remix is classic. Mm. Is that Bad Boys Two soundtrack or something? Okay, now la la la. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. And they put it as a um. They put it on like remember when they redid like the Blueprint Two album, to the two point five or whatever. Uh huh. They added that on there. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, they put that and I forgot another song together. I was like all combined, mm-hmm. but. I'm still picking uh, a lore. I think. I mean, you can't go wrong with it. I think that's my final answer. Yeah, I mean, Allure is my favorite Jay Z song, just in general. Oh, yes. Really? I you put Allure on, I'm listening to it every time. Like, I love that fucking song. It's such a good song. It's not. It really is. It is not 
his best rapping ever. Like there are other songs that he just, you know, he was just lyrically on some other like stuff. That. But Allure, like the 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 music, what he was rapping about, like the time, everything came together. Mm-hmm. Like he he was like he he looked like he was looking back over his career and was mm-hmm. like, yeah, oh, this mm-hmm. shit was great, but I'm out. <laughs> yes, it's so great. I think it came back like three years later. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like we really was sad as fuck because we thought Jay Z about Jay Z retired. Like, what is this? And then Kingdom Come came. <laughs> Show me what you got, two little good mama. On it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had that nigga for fifteen hundred nothing playing the fuck out the drums. <laughs> oh, that's who that was. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, show me what you got. 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 And so is uh, the one that samples Super uh, Super Freak. Mm, I like um, that one a lot. Just Blaze went off on those two beats, but that's pretty much the best I can say about that. Is that, that. The, the Oh My God? Nah, that's the... Or is it... I don't know what life would be in H-I-P-H-O-P without the boy H-O-V. Oh, Kingdom Come. Oh, that's Kingdom Guys, the it's first six songs Kingdom on Come. Kingdom yeah, Come. Yeah, actually, you're right. This isn't, this like isn't debatable. This isn't debatable. The first six songs on Kingdom Come are fire, and people just ignore that. Like, they, they, I agree. They trash I'm Kingdom not going to front. I haven't listened to that album in a long time. Brandon, remember? You said it. Remember, we did that. Um, Go look at the tracks. Go look the at the first review, six tracks. And I was like, ah, oh, and then I looked, and I was like, no, Brandon's right. I even like corny Hollywood. Democrats decided to shield and shelter criminals. Look, look, wait. You have criminals. <laughs> All right. So um, let's move topic. I know, Twan, you wanted to talk about the loss we had this week. That was your first topic commitment. Yeah, I feel like we just address it and then. Go ahead and lead that in, Move sir. away from it so we don't get sad. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I haven't pro- I haven't processed it yet. So, so I mean, anybody who's listening to this, you should know <laughs> that uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and seven other people were killed in a tragic helicopter accident Sunday morning. Um, I literally found out about it. I think I was I was in a I was in a shoe store going to going to look for some shoes. And literally, a woman came up to me. I thought she was, you know, you're going to be like, oh, can I help you today? She just walked up to me as a stranger. Like, have you heard? I was like, heard what? <laughs> They're saying Kobe died. And I was like, Kobe who? Kobe beef? Kobe, Kobe Yashi? Like, I ain't know who. And then she's like, Brian. And then literally, everybody that was in that store, all of us are on our phones. Everybody's looking at stuff. Everybody's bringing up different articles. We're, I'm talking to random strangers being like, do, can you bring up the T is only on TMZ? I'm I'm seeing it over here. I went to like Foot Locker, the whole Foot Locker, and ain't nobody shopping. Everybody's on the phone. Being like, yo, did you hear this? Like the whole mall like shut down, like stopped. You just saw people going on their phones talking to other people, being, being like, yo, did you hear? And I don't know, I don't know what it was, but that shit, that shit hit and it hurt. It really, really hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big Lakers fan. You know, I've always respected Kobe for his game and the type of dude he was, but like that shit hurt. Like it just hit him. It just, it felt like, it felt like your, your favorite cousin passing away or something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And 
I think what made it even eerier for me was... Hey guys, Tripper here. Today I have content, and while audio is important... Yes, white man. That is what made it <laughs> difficult for me. <laughs> I hate you too. Uh, they, and then, like, they, the, the day before, so Saturday, they were doing, you know, kind of showing all this, this stuff because uh, LeBron was about to pass Kobe for third all for time third in, in the, yeah. in the NBA scoring. So I watched that game and I watched him pass and all this stuff. And he was talking about Kobe. And I remember my girl coming to me and she was like, did something happen? I was like, what you mean? She's like, could they show all this like Kobe LeBron stuff? Like somebody died. And I was like, nah, he just passed for third. She was like, oh, okay. And then like the next morning I was talking to her. I was like, you know what we should do? I was telling her something I heard. I said, we should really talk to my parents about, and like just my family about doing some like estate planning. Like we need to all like know what, what we want when, you know, when we pass away, how we want funerals and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, we do need to have that talk. And then like 20 minutes later, I found out Kobe died with his daughter. And it's just like all that stuff, all the culmination of the last couple of days was just like, yo, this shit, this shit hurt. And, and then it was, and then I think once we learned like more about the, 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 the helicopter crash, just knowing it was, it was what three, it was three young girls that died. Mm-hmm. It was um, like, I mean, it was families. Mm-hmm. Like, COVID, like they lost two people out of their family. Another family was a mother, father, and a daughter. And yep. I think they left like a 17 year old. And then another one was they left like behind a, a, a brother mother and, and a daughter. Sister. They left behind a brother and a sister. Yeah, like, like, that shit is crazy. That shit is hurt. Like, I know probably like everybody else i literally just text my mom i was like man i, I love y'all and i text my dad I was like i love y'all just and because i just felt like i need to reach out to family and just be like man like you know tomorrow's not promise like mm-hmm. you get caught up in some shit you get caught up in work you get caught up in doing stuff and you can be you can be gone mm-hmm. like I saw a thing LeBron was talking like he said LeBron like said he talked to him like at like ten that like early that morning. Oh, and I think he might have been one of the last people who talked to him. I think and I think Shaq's son said that he like tweeted it. Well, sent him a direct message on IG was like, "What's good, bro?" Because they you know they always talk. And he said that he showed like the clip where maybe like two hours later he responded back you know and of course nothing it was no response but because it was probably around the same time either the helicopter crash or you know they already passed away but yeah he like sent them a message that morning yeah and like if you if you follow like if you follow basketball then you know like kobe since he since he's retired like he's enjoyed the elder statesman Right, so you you see him, you see him at games, you see him talking to other, you know, to to people. He had a relationship with a lot of the, um, like the younger generation come up because a lot of them were like, like we grew up watching you, dude. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then you know his daughter was 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 fully into to basketball because he has he has an older daughter that plays volleyball. And then his middle daughter, you know, she was just she was just really into basketball because like he will always put out little videos on his like on his uh, Instagram and stuff like that. The two of them like playing in their like private court and stuff like that. And, you know, 
to see that and then like i think it was like earlier this year it was even like not too long ago he like dedicated to like his instagram was full of like baby pictures and pictures of his children and pictures of his you know of him and his wife together so like you just saw a dude that was like you know how to put all this work in and i'm about to just live my life and and, and enjoy it and just be with my family and that shit got taken away it's crazy so, man things happen it's so fast it, it, it really really is and i didn't i was actually driving when you guys text me and um i was like what I, I i pulled to the i pulled off to the side because i was like no you know it kind of hit like for me almost kind of like when Aaliyah died like this no that's not true you right. know because it was so unexpected and um you know like once you know things came out and it was like finalized like this really did happen I remember I called um, one of my best friends and he was hysterical and I was really worried especially about my youngest brother so my youngest brother is a Kobe like fanatic same thing you know he grew up um idolizing Kobe played basketball you know um has every Kobe you know memorabilia ever right <laughs> from socks to jerseys to sneakers whatever Kobe has put out he has like he just loves Kobe so um I was worried about him because he he drives um for Amazon so I was like I don't want him to be driving and finding this out so luckily he was at my parents house but he he's even now he's not doing well just not so much like it's it hit him like really really badly and I talked to him for a while um that Sunday but yeah it that was a heavy loss for him and I'm, I'm sure for a lot of people too who you know either idolized Kobe or just even like said respected him I I've always been a Magic fan I've been an Orlando Magic fan since 93 so you know it was times I couldn't stand Kobe absolutely you know <laughs> but absolutely was, you still respected him because you knew he was a bad man regardless if you couldn't stand him you know you knew how brilliant and phenomenal he was as a player and just like what you said Tuan like even after retirement and to see how much he's given back to you know his community to his fans to you know even his daughter coaching his daughter's basketball games and you know implementing all those uh all those things that he learned from basketball and giving that to them you know it was beautiful to see him getting the off he got Oscar right I think he got an Oscar. Yeah, he won it last year. Last yeah, year. Best, best documentary, I think. He won it for a documentary. Short documentary. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's, you know, you think like, this is what you would, this is what you want to do, especially after you retire, do the things that you want to do and just live life and enjoy it. And like, every time I would see him, you know, he grew his, grew that beard out. He just had a glow to him. Like he was just so happy and just, you know, enjoying, you know, growing and growing in different aspects. And it, that was just, it's, like I said, it still hasn't fully hit. Like, it's just, it's kind of, it's really unreal. Like, just like that. And so young, too, you know, to be gone. Yeah. 
just crazy, man. Like, yeah. it's crazy. And, like, to see all the stories that are coming out now of, like, yeah. you know, people putting out stories about, like, oh, this is stuff he did, but, like, he didn't want no PR for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So people are like, oh, he did this. And you got people like, oh, he came to by the, the the hospital and was doing this with kids. And, and like, you know, everybody's like, oh, this is all, this is stuff he was doing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And like what you said too, like, uh, you know, especially things like this, it makes you, it kind of like humbles you in a sense. Like you said, tomorrow's not promised. Things happen you know, all the time, every day you wake up is literally like one less day until, you know, you might not be here. And, you know, you cherish the people, you know, that have been in your life consistently. You tell them you love them. And a lot of times it's things like this that makes you like fully realize how precious life is. And, you know, you just want it to continue. Like you want, well, for me, I do. I want people to you know, you do this now, but still do it next week and next month. Like, still reach out to those people, you know, and and tell them that you love them, how much they mean to you, how much they care. You know, don't stop doing that. Right. Because, you know, you just, you just never know. I love all y'all niggas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Love you too, dog. I love each and every one of you guys. We be here all the time. I love Lamp. You I love, love Lamp. lamp. <laughs> love Cora. <laughs> I love Lamp. I love Lamp. <laughs> oh, yo! So what was all the what was all the girl dad stuff? Like I'm gonna play the clip. I'm gonna play the clip. It was now. a quote. It was a little short uh, news story. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Play the clip now. Duncan was doing it and stuff like that. <laughs> I think that was. Pretty much the spark uh, of it. Yeah, that was, okay. that was where y'all came from. I, I was just making sure because there was a part of me, and I didn't want to delve in it too much because there was a part of me that almost felt like something, like somebody was going to corrupt it and not keep mm-hmm. it pure. So oh, I hope not. Well, you know, I don't put nothing past anybody, so I can see why <laughs> niggas, you know. Right. All right, here we go. They want fucking stuff up. It's likely that you're hearing many personal anecdotes about Kobe Bryant, so here's mine. I met Kobe one time backstage at an event for ESPN in New York, and I saw him and I thought, oh my gosh, that's Kobe. I got to get a picture for the gram. Hmm. That's the picture. I didn't get it for a few minutes because as I approached him, he immediately commented on my rather large eight-month pregnant belly. How are you? How close are you? What are you having? Mm -hmm. A girl, I said, and then he high-fived me. Girls are the best. I asked him for advice on raising girls, seeing as though he quite famously had three at the time. And he said, just be grateful that you've been given that gift because girls are amazing. His third daughter, Bianca, was about a year and a half old at the time. So I asked if he wanted more children. And he said that his wife, Vanessa, really wanted to try again for a boy, but was sort of jokingly concerned that it would be another girl. And I was like, four girls, are you joking? Like, what would you think? How would you feel? And without hesitation... He said, I would have five more girls if I could. I'm a girl dad. When it came to sports, he said that his oldest daughter was an accomplished volleyball player and that the youngest was a toddler, so TBD. But that middle one, he said, that middle one was a monster. She's a beast. She's better than I was at her age. She's got it. 
That middle one, of course, was Gigi. When I reflect on this tragedy and that half an hour that I spent with Kobe Bryant two years ago, I suppose that the only small source of comfort for me is knowing that he died doing what he loved the most, being a dad, being a girl dad. Girl dad. Well, I guess I'm just going to go fucking cry in the corner yeah. or some shit. God damn it. Yeah. That, yeah, that was heavy. And especially to see just like bittersweet, like to see even people, um, you know, celebrating, you know, like I'm a dad, you know, I'm a father. And, you know, here's my daughter, you know, like that was like sweet to see. Maybe even think about my relationship with my father. And, you know, I, I luckily I've had, I have an excellent, you know, relationship with mine. You know, he's, he's everything. So it just made me think about that too. And all the times, you know, I get to spend with, I have spent with him and, you know, Lord willing, continue, we'll spend with him, but Oh, yeah, it's still alive. So I'm going to play one more clip because I don't even want to really speak on this. I feel like this reporter did a much or journalist did a much better job explaining this than I could. So, yeah, for the for the people who need it. He is somebody who has gone through sexual assault herself. I'm looking at the journalist Felicia, and she is somebody who has gone through sexual assault herself. And she said that in the Washington Post. She released an article a couple of years ago detailing her experience. So as a journalist, which is not what we do, we are a talk show with opinion. But you were a and I was a journalist for 10, year, for 10, 10 years, years prior to that taking this to job. Said. So as a journalist, it's our job to objectively report the news. I know that that would be tough if you're someone who survived sexual assault. But when I'm looking at this story, she didn't give the story any context. And she got upset that she was being attacked on Twitter for tweeting a link that basically was condemning Kobe's character and accusing him of rape. But I think her job as a journalist was to put that in context. You have the responsibility and you need to have the journalistic acumen to write the full story. Go to the Washington Post and say, this man is a nuanced character. This man has a detailed, layered history that we need to discuss. But don't just tweet that out and be the political reporter for the Washington Post and tweet that and leave it there. Because you're leaving yourself open to the attacks that you're now receiving. And so whether or not she should be fired, you know, I think that she should be put on leave like she was. I think it's inappropriate because we're in a time where we don't know what journalism is, is anymore. We have our president that attacks journalists. We have TMZ that broke the news to Vanessa Bryant that her husband passed away. You know, what are we doing now that we need to look at ourselves, people who call themselves journalists? We have journalists attacking a seven-year-old child, which is Blue Ivy, and we look at them calling out her characteristics. We need to do better altogether as journalists. And I look at this woman and I say, it was your responsibility just to do better and give it more time than two hours after the man passes away to say what you think about him if it's negative. And, you know, don't hide behind somebody else's article. I, I stand behind a journalist named Jillian Sheldon. She sat at that Kobe trial for six weeks. She followed it in Colorado, in and out, stayed there, interviewed all the lawyers, interviewed the woman who was accusing him. And she said, how can we use someone's worst day on this earth as a referendum in the, on their character in totality? And we can't because just like Kobe, we all have flaws and we're all layered individuals. And we've seen this story time and time again, too many times when it's a black man and a white woman that's an accuser, when that's the story and it goes down and he just goes and gets convicted 
by the public jury. And we've seen the story too many times where women who are who have been sexually assaulted cannot give their voice to the public and give are not given the space they need to share their story. So this is a complicated thing to talk about. But I really think that as a journalist, if you're going to take that name and that stance and that dignity of a position, you should probably do it properly and just try to tell the complicated story with as much care as possible. And that goes for everybody involved in this Kobe situation. Wow. Well, well said. said. I know I want to give well you a said. round of applause, too. I, I, I hope everybody out there that's having this argument right now on Twitter, because I see it brewing and I see such vitriol and I get it because of the beloved man that Kobe is. And I stand with you. But I hope that they can all somehow we can clip what you just said and everybody hear it, because I think there's a responsibility that was lost and you could not have said it in a more eloquent and passionate way. And we me. just can all just have a little bit more empathy. I mean, for the family, for, the, for everybody involved, the seven people or nine people lost their lives. Just have a little bit more empathy, whether you're the outlet trying to be first or the outlets that were completely wrong, saying that his whole family was on the plane. Have some empathy for other people. You know, people lost their lives. And so we have to just step back and remember that, you know, this man was a legacy and a legend for so many people. He's also a complicated human, but we cannot just assassinate his character when he's dead and can't even defend himself. We just have to do better. That was amen. Really he said that every word absolutely who was that brandon uh, i'm not sure who the reporter was gotcha i feel like we don't even need to say anything nope. <laughs> on the next topic like that was it i got nothing she she said it all she did she absolutely did mm. oh yeah because i saw it <laughs> how do you feel about rihanna not releasing music How do I feel about Rihanna not releasing music? I feel like I look around me and I see a world of gluttonous fucks. Listen, Rihanna has been dropping heat since she was a little 16-year-old baby, ponding it on the goddamn motherfuck-ass replay. She never stopped. There was no fucking breaks. This woman found love. This woman got a goddamn makeup company. This woman got a goddamn fashion line. This woman just became a billionaire fucking sensation goddess. And you little fucking gluttonous fucks have the nerve to be screaming and crying and bitching about the fact that Rihanna hasn't dropped music. It's coming. And I bet you it's going to be the best fucking music you ever heard in a fucking long ass time. And you're going to be fucking twerking that goddamn ass on the stage. You're going to be twerking that goddamn ass at the goddamn gas station when you're fucking vacuuming your little fuck-ass crummy car. Listen. It's coming. Be patient. The queen is coming. And it's going to be fucking fantastic. It's going to be out of this world. We're going to fucking be jizzing all over ourselves. We're going to be jizzing inside of our fucking boyfriends and girlfriends. It's going to be a fucking lovely-ass experience. Y'all need to relax. It's coming, and she deserves to take her time. The billionaire deserves to take her motherfucking time. Let me tell y'all a little motherfucking ass, fuck ass shit something. If she needs to take a fucking break to establish her billionaire ass legend, let the billionaire ass black legend do it. The black billionaire ass legend out here making moves, and you want to know when she's trying to drop some music? some music she got billionaire things to do 
So let the queen breathe. Let the queen take a nap. Let the queen sleep. All right. Um, Grammys. Let's do that. And then I guess, can you go and do, you know, in recent days, there's been a lot of news about the voting process at the Grammys. Has any of that affected the way that you're looking at winning this award today? Uh, I'm half and half on it. Um, on one side, I'm very grateful that uh, what I made could just be, you know, uh, acknowledged in a world like this. Um, but also, it sucks that whenever we, and I mean guys that look like me, do anything that's genre bending or that's anything, they always put it in a rap or urban category, which is, and I don't like that urban word, it's just a politically correct way to say the N-word to me. So when I hear that, I'm just like, why can't we just be in pop? Why can't it just, you know what I mean? So I felt like half of me feels like the, the rap nomination was a backhanded compliment. Like, oh, uh, my little cousin wants to play the game, let's give him the unplugged controller so he could shut up and feel good about it. That, that's what it felt like a bit, but another half of me is very grateful that the art that I made could be acknowledged on a level like this when I don't do the radio stuff, I'm not played in Target, I'm in a whole different world than what a lot of people here listen to, so I'm grateful and like, eh. I'm such a proud mama that didn't birth him. I love Tyler. And he really did deserve to win a Grammy, but also his point is extremely well taken. Sure, yes. Absolutely agree. Yeah, because yeah, black, I mean, and the the bad thing about it, it happens in in these mainstream awards, and it happens in, you know, quote-unquote black awards. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, there's a depth of music that black people makes, and then there's, but if you were to just look at a award show, you would think it's just Hip hop and R and B, and there's and there's no, you know, I mean, there's no in between. That's all we do. Like that, you know yeah, what I mean? Like that's all we do. We don't like, do anything else. R- Rihanna was getting Grammys for for R and B, and like you go, she made pop albums for the longest ass time. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Ain't nothing R and B about please don't stop the music. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the slightest. <laughs> Not in the slightest. He's right, though. He's definitely right. But I am, I, I am glad that he did win. You know, yeah. but it is, it's true that it was rap album of the year. Yeah, because like, Not- like, what is urban contemporary? R and B for black people. The, yeah, like you know what I mean? Because it's like there's an R and B category, there's urban contemporary. But we nobody knows what urban contemporary actually, is. It's me, like oh, black people who we don't know what you say. You know what let I me, think? Let me it that. always urban reminds me when I hear that word. I think of like R and B being like your, I guess your hip hop R and B, you know, radio station that plays everything. And then urban contemporary is like the eighties, the nineties, like. I think urban contemporary Ooh, to jazz, them, like it's all that mixing. It, to them, I think urban contemporary is black pop, and that's that's where they stick it. That's where they stick everybody that they don't want to put in an actual pop category, so they call it urban contemporary. And then Beyonce wins it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm gonna play this because. 
I hate the Grammys for making us listen to this for four hours. I need some good vibe. It's a serious one. Real talk, there's a lot going on. And can I also have a little more piano in my ears, please, so I can properly serenade the people? No, I fucking hate it. No, I need to to serenade y'all for a minute. But you know what? Of all the beautiful artists in this room, it's going to be an amazing night. Amazing night. Because it's a new decade. It's a new decade. It's time for newness. And we refuse the negative energy. We refuse the old systems. Feel me on that. We want to be respected and safe in our diversity. We want to be shifting for unstoppable. We get to be who we want to be. We get to be different. We get to be unique. We get to be everything. All right, you want to hear it? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Rosalia's hot Beyonce took us all on safari. Hey, B, thank you for that orange box. That was really fire. We obsessed about BTS, her and Louis Capaldi. Hey, Lou, is it cool that I'm using your song right now? Is that all right? Okay, thumbs up. Jonas Brothers return, Billy and Phineas. Camila like Shonda, call her senorita. Ariana went next, Tyler brought us Igor. It's the Grammy. No. Why are we clapping? You know what? I'm so what sick of y'all. What in the hell was that? That was Alicia Keys did this for six minutes. And you oh, know, God. she this was her opener, right? She karaoke on the piano oh, for six God. minutes. It was horrible. And let me tell you something. This is already bad. But what makes it absolutely egregious is that Billy Porter was standing back there chilling. Wait, chilling. What? Nigga, nigga, sup, nigga. <laughs> so I don't watch. My girl always watches war show. I just go upstairs sometimes. I happen <laughs> to go upstairs, and I say, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> because what got me was first because she first starts talking, and she sounds like she wants to say something serious, but she has this stupid smile on her face. And then she goes back and forth, be be, be like, "Yo, this is a serious time." But we got music, and I'm here, and y'all here, and we get energy. And I was like, "What is going on?" And my girl, like, you know, maybe she having some problems. She's just trying to fill the time. I was like, "But she is this bad at it, right?" Like, I was like, "This woman has played concerts, play this your shit. own damn songs and stop so, freestyling." The, you, I feel like. As much as I've many concerts I've been to, and many times I've seen people have to switch and move out stuff, you should be able to fill some time if necessary. You could have just played the goddamn piano. That's what I'm saying. It's instrumental. You should just not say the word. Or you got to do this corny song. And then this corny song happened. She goes on the stage, and then Billy Porter walks over, like, could he been doing this the whole time? <laughs> could he have been singing <laughs> for six minutes? Or, grab this out. You're at an award show for artists that you have worked with your husband has produced beats for everybody you couldn't get none of them to come up on stage and help you nobody wanted to do a duet with you why did they pick her like 
Alicia ain't made no music in a long ass time. Well, they knew she wasn't getting an award, so they knew she wasn't <laughs> I mean, busy. She, so. she did it last. She's 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 bland enough that nobody is going to necessarily complain. That's true. Shit, I'm complaining. That was hard. Either way, like she's oh, it definitely she, was, but <laughs> Twan is she, right. Like, she, like, like for real, when she when she comes to host, she's just a color beige. Like, it, it just we ain't got to worry about getting no trouble. She not gonna she not gonna call nobody a nigga on stage. <laughs> you know, ain't no angry, ain't no old tweets about to come out. Yeah, it's like, the safest bet you could possibly take. Oh my god, that was horrible. Cause even John Legend like cussing shit. But then she looks this year and last year, she looks Fully high. Oh, right. Look. Looks, you mean was? Yes, but like there's so many times she's like, "Oh, I saw her be on stage. Oh, oh, this my mom." Yeah, <laughs> right. I saw her briefly because I didn't Thanks. watch the Grammys. I saw her. I saw the clip that made me cringe when um she sang uh with Boys the Men, End of the Road. And I was like, first of all, what the fuck she doing? We don't need you in those vocals, sis. And even then, I was like, she looks higher than the fucking kite. Like, I want to know what shit she got because it look it, it's probably amazing because I don't even think she realized where she's at. But Alicia's uh, fun. She's oh my, she's so funny. Like it, the change. And I mean, naturally, you grow from. You know when you you just come out in two thousand what one, but it's just you see her and you're like, mm. not all change is good change. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I told yeah. you once she stopped, once change she stopped eating pussy, that changed the game for her. I say that all the time. She still need to. She need to go back and start getting some on the side then. <laughs> She need to do something because she, you're right. She looks high, but then she also looks like she gives me that dusty. I only wash every other day vibe. That's what she gives me. Like super hippie. Mm -hmm. And remember at one point she was saying like, makeup is the devil. We're going to be all natural. And I was like, "Mm, that didn't last long. I see. Because you had that makeup on. <laughs> and that FKA twigs vibe with the, you know, elaborate, you know, uh, baby hairs. I saw that too, sis. Thank you for reminding me about FKA twigs being on stage for like 10 minutes and not singing one single note. But I sure thought she singing everything. She worked that pole, though. She did. Like, I saw her put out, I think, an Instagram post about, I guess she wasn't, yeah, she wasn't asked to sing. She just asked, because, you know, she was, that's her background is dancing, you know. She does all forms of dancing. Um, That's what she started, I think, before she even started singing, was doing dancing and stuff like that. So, she said she was honored that they um, chose her to dance and do part of the performance for the, I guess, what was that, Prince Tribute? Mm-hmm. And I forgot what she said she was, who she was channeling, but 
Yeah, I didn't I didn't see all of it. I saw all the only part of the Prince tribute I saw was her on the pole, which she was fucking phenomenal per usual. And um I saw her I think I saw maybe a couple seconds of her dancing with, with uh Usher. 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 But um <laughs> I didn't I don't know how Usher sounded. Oh, oh, oh. Daughter. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. He should never try that falsetto. Yeah, no. Not at all. There's a lot of Prince songs. You didn't have to do the one that he sings in full falsetto. Right. Oh, time. <laughs> and there's a lot of Prince songs that everybody knows that you could not, you, you could be singing. You know what I mean? You want to do Diamonds and Pearls. He gave, yes. you know, the bass in that song. You could have did so many songs. You could have did the, uh, the uh, I Feel For You. Take it yes. back. You could have had oh, there's so many songs in your range, and that's yeah. the one that he sung in falsetto <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> so many songs in your range, sir. Oh, good lord! But he was like, "No, nah, man, I'm gonna hit all these notes." And he know Prince would be giving him the ultimate side eye. All the side eye. You know how much I don't want to do a Prince tribute, knowing that this nigga gonna come back and haunt me. <laughs> Remember all the side eyes Joined by Sheila E. Everybody. Dude. He was like, who the fuck are these people? I forgot who all did the tributes, but he was. I feel like this should have been like all the people that can do Prince tribute. We got to call people who 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 Prince said, you know what? You good. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you need to call. And like currently, because you know, yeah. like old Maxwell, I would say, but I don't know about. Current Maxwell. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know current Maxwell can hit that all them falsettos. Right, exactly. We need we need a woman's worth Maxwell. Right. <laughs> when, he had, when he had the the afro and the braids, like that's what I'm saying. That's the one we need. <laughs> you know, mm. the free form fro. That's the one we need. Yes. We need that Maxwell. Yes. I want y'all to hear uh, just how bad because that audio clip was not good enough for me. I wanted to be good enough for you. So you gonna hear how bad it was. Guess I should know. But the way you parked your car sideways, that I wouldn't last. So you're the kind of person that believes in making out once, love them and leave them back. Yo, Brandon, turn that up a little bit. This sounds super quiet. Okay. 
The songs oh bad that did not have to have I don't know I just remember when he when he <laughs> did when Doves Cry struggle. when he did when Doves Cry I was like like <laughs> Prince just sits on that song he's not trying hard he's at just, all like that's the whole point he's like it's almost like he's just talking the words to you right the chorus you know what I mean <laughs> but the one that I love about tributes is tributes will always show you how good the actual person is. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because like anything you see a tribute, them people cannot get there, <laughs> and it just be like, oh. And so this this tribute, the Prince tribute, it was just Usher, nobody else. Yep, just Usher. Wow. I mean, she was playing little. behind. This was literally like right there. <laughs> She liked Lizzo. We we couldn't let Lizzo sing one song. Well, she could have did Diamonds and Pearls. Look again, you should get people that Prince has blessed. He is christened at, at one point in his life. Those are the people you should get. Yes, you couldn't call Janelle Monae. Like, thank you. She would have did a great tribute. Uh, you got Usher and and all these Usher. <laughs> oh my gosh like this is ridiculous even he, like what wasn't Anderson Pop there he could have did a little jam fest like what is a nah, man, they want a piece up eight times down <laughs> 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 oh 
I'm just thinking oh, about Anderson yeah. Pack and Lizzo doing it and how much better that would have been. Ooh, that would have been so fire. That would have been so fire. Just all, I mean, they, they're literally like right there. And then again, you had Billy Porter, like. <laughs> right. Right there. Billy Porter could have came out in a, in a, in, in a full outfit. <laughs> With the ass out. Like, I see him doing that type of thing. That would have been amazing. It would have been great. And like, I am the symbol prince. That's, this is what, <laughs> part of the prince era I'm doing. And I'm going to give you these vocals. Wow, that's pathetic. Well, who else was on the Grammys? Who else did something? Nobody. It was <laughs> Tyler's performance was dope. Charlie Wilson, the boy. Who's? Oh, I okay. did see. I saw. I saw the Charlie Wilson slash um, Tyler performance. And boys, the man. <laughs> yeah. So I, did, I did see those two, but you know, I I, I saw uh, the Tyler thing the next day, but I was still excited because you know, New Magic One is like my favorite song off that album. I was like, I feel, I, I feel the hate. So was, such uh, jealousy. Was that wasn't that the song <laughs> he did where uh, at the concert, Brandon? What like when he did that part? It was nothing but he had like he had like fire shooting on the stage. Yep. Oh, that's dope. Like he did it. And he, it was just him. It was literally him just yelling that part with all the hate and stuff like that. Yeah. You're like, well, okay, all right. <laughs> oh, I love it. She's really fucking up, Frank. <laughs> oh, so hate. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Oh, sounds like Grammys were a bust overall. And I saw the. Uh, did y'all see the Pastor Troy thing today? Hell yeah, so that's stupid shit. Nigga. That was so random. I was like, what is he talking about? I always love to find the one nigga that wins, right? But ignore all the other niggas that won. (laughs) It's also okay. So this one I gotta this what I gotta wear now to 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 get a to get a grab it. Like nigga twenty one seven got a grab it. And a fucking hat on. There's a lot of black people who wore Grammys. I yeah. mean, not, not, like, and then he picked like the the youngest person. Uh, he ain't saying that he wouldn't say like I got to be like Tyler. Like he wasn't talking that chicks. You know, Tyler would have cursed his fucking ass out. But immediately, he picked on somebody that you know that boy don't bother nobody at all. They got here living his life. And then it's like, okay, so he so Pastor Troy lives in Augusta. He does a podcast. Every time they have some festival here in Atlanta, you always see Pastor Troy. If he is Pastor, if he is tapped to do a performance, you gonna get you know no more playing GA. Of you might get vice versa. Yep. You know, and probably the two songs you gonna get. You might get it's the city. Yeah, I doubt it. They're usually just gonna give you give him two songs and then that's it. But if he's not on the stage performing. He is always guaranteed. I always see him in Edgewood with that fucking belt on, walking two pit bulls, and like want people to notice him. And when people don't really, really like care who he is, he gets upset. That sounds about right, unfortunately. But it's like you, 
You come down to the mecca of people having freedom of whatever sexuality they want to. They're out in the open. And then now all of a sudden you got an issue with it. You're right. Exactly. Oh, God. Please. Move if you don't like it, nigga. And it's like, what music the fuck? That's strange. Ain't no damn music. And how long? I'm talking about a Grammy. <laughs> but that's not the reason you wasn't winning a Grammy. Fam. Right. Because <laughs> Lil Nas X in 2020. <laughs> right. Fuck out of here. Not. You're not getting a Grammy for beefing with past, uh, Master P. Like, that's not going to happen, sir. Wait, no. Lil Nas X might not even been alive when your songs were out. No, y'all old ass. Like, oh gosh. And then he was yeah. like, and I said, Applebee's. Who the fuck still go to Applebee's? So it be like you be sitting here sometimes, and you be like, man, we have made so much progress and shit like this. And then you be like, nope, no, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have not. And shit like this. Oh my lord! You just can't sit there. Like these, these you sit there on a date in Applebee's. In your mozzarella sticks <laughs> with the person you love, and this nigga with a fake wrestler's belt on, will <laughs> come in <laughs> with his little nappy headed kid and talk about you. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm wondering, like that belt, does he get it like routinely spray painted so it keeps its gold <laughs> shine? You gotta keep that luster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, like, yo, like, like, you were just happy about that. Saw these two people in there enjoying themselves, having a good time. I ain't like it. <laughs> Eating fried food. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't mind my own business <laughs> and keep walking. Oh, my gosh. This is so funny. <laughs> How pathetic, man. I was at Ruby Tuesday. He tried to get my endless salad. <laughs> <laughs> right. I look over, I see a man in a dress. God damn it. Using dressing. Oh, not the Ruby Tuesday uh, salad bar. <laughs> I was at Red Robins asking for another thing of bottomless fries. <laughs> Behold, I see two women looking like men. What is the world coming to? Eating mozzarella sticks. The nerve. How dare, how dare they? Sharing a milkshake. If they were eating the onion ring, that would have been fine. But mozzarella sticks, no. That's where I drove it. intolerant. That was an olive garden with my free bread sticks inside. <laughs> and I saw um, RuPaul on TV. Finding <laughs> his own business. <laughs> Got the nerve to order Moscato. What in the world? Oh, bruh. What's the world coming to? Moscato is always on the bottom shelf. Hey, <laughs> we have to make sure that we give props to the biggest winner of the night. Oh. Everybody, put your hands up for J. Cole. He got a Grammy. Yes, sir. He got a Grammy, y'all. Germanius Cole. Germanius. J. Cole got a Grammy for being a woke rapper on a trap rapper song. That's right. Oh, 21, yeah. As a feature. Is that his first Grammy? 
that I don't know if this is his first Grammy or not. It probably is, but he just got a Grammy for being a feature. If that ain't God, I don't Wait, know what this it is. is the, <laughs> this is the uh that's the song where he says that uh scandalous verse. Didn't he say I, something that got a whole, whole lot of flack about it? Don't remember his verse. I remember twenty one's shit. Jay I be mean, uh J. Cole came on that thing. And it was basically for the first half of this verse was talking about how he got on the verse. <laughs> he appreciated Twenty One for let him be on the verse. He didn't really know what to say on the verse. <laughs> and then he shout out to Kashi. <laughs> and that's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. Like he it was a lot of it was, it was a lot of oh, let me go find the lyrics. Yeah, I thought that was the one where he started talking about that boy Teriyaki, whatever his name is. Yeah, he was just he was and pretty just, much saying like whatever you did, you didn't do or whatever. That's right. He didn't really like. He said, "I don't really care uh, what you're talking about on this song." <laughs> to what it was. Didn't um, Savage take that shit off at one point? He does. Yeah, there is a version with just uh, him. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. He jiggled. He was like, "I'm not a part of like, this." I think it, I think it was on like if you get like the actual like like the CD that came out, it's his version. Well, Just shit, I want to put that in my Apple Music, man. <laughs> then there's a then there's the version with Twenty One uh, had a second verse too, where he was rapping about like immigration stuff. Oh, yeah, like in the music video, mm-hmm. Twenty One raps, then Cole raps, and then Twenty One raps again, and yeah. the second verse is like real woke and shit. I like. Oh it. shit. Go ahead, 21. Right? I just know, yeah, I just remember J. Cole and they, they were like, no, we're going to take you off. I don't I don't want those problems. Were they there or was it one of those we give you the Grammy before the Grammys actually start? Yeah, it was a Grammy before the 21 Grammy. definitely showed up, but I don't know if it was a, it was a televised, you said? Mm-hmm. It was before. It was not televised. That's so whack, man. Because I wanted to see how dirty J. Cole looked in a suit. (laughs) Some cargo shorts. (laughs) With like a cloud of dirt around him like Pigpen. You said a cloud of dirt around this nigga. That's what he always looks like. Like he smells like Booty juice and black and miles. God damn. <laughs> he just always looks unkept. But you know. <laughs> Soap was made by the man. Don't do that stuff. J. Cole said, I was never one for bragging or boasting. I guess I was hoping the music would speak for itself. This nigga's always talking about his music. <laughs> Like for like literally from the beginning, like I mean, like, like you can't be like I'm above all this stuff now, so it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh man. He said, but people want everything else. Okay, no problem. I show up on everyone's album, <laughs> which he did. He did. Was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna show up on everybody's album. <laughs> and see, we were right. All we said, nigga, was work with people. <laughs> You'll make good music. Look at you. Got a Grammy. Got a whole good ass job, Grammy. Man. Whole ass Grammy. Look, 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 look how much lives we changed by. Look how much that stuff works. <laughs> we'll send you an invoice. Right. 
Oh my well, god. You used to do it a lot, sir. <laughs> a lot of good songs. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Who else won that we like? Is that it? Besides uh, Lizzo. Uh, Anderson Pac won for the song with Smokey. Didn't Ventura uh, win a whole album by itself? Or a whole Grammy by itself? Yeah, it did. He got two. He got two Grammys. There you go. Oh, Anderson wow. got two. That's great. That's about all that. Who is that? That's about all that. <laughs> Michelle Obama. Oh yeah. Michelle Obama got well. She's 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 a little bit step closer to her. You got. Yes, sir. She's so bomb. I want all black people to get you guys now. Like everybody's all, <laughs> they all like everybody like one away, man. We just we just need an all black uh, um, star studded like uh, Broadway musical. <laughs> so who we got? We got John Legend. We're gonna, knock, we're gonna knock a lot of people away. Who else is on there? Whoopi. Nipsey won. Yeah, John Legend and Whoopi. Uh, oh yeah, Nipsey definitely won. Nipsey and Roddy got one. I've never listened to anything that Roddy guy said. I so I was at work and I was like, let me see what the new niggas is up to. And I yeah. put on a basically <laughs> new niggas playlist. And Roddy Rich has a song with DJ Mustard that's all over the radio that the I box. hate like super a whole lot. But I listened yeah. to a bunch of his stuff off his own album and I kind of fuck with it. He sounds like Young Thug. Like I thought I was listening to Young Thug on three separate occasions and it was him every time. Mm. So if you like the way Thug sings. Even mm-hmm. a little bit, you might enjoy Roddy's stuff. I mess okay. with the box hard. I don't mess with nothing else on his album, though. Which box is hard? I like, but box. yeah, I like, I like the few like of those ones. Nothing too. else on that album. So Beyonce got a best music film for Homecoming. Nice. Hmm. That's all I know. Dave Chappelle got a Grammy <laughs> for being transphobic. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> the Star is Born got what's this two? Yeah, Gary Clark Jr. got one for best rock performance. Good for him. I fuck with Gary Clark. Mm-hmm. Some of these people I have no. I don't know who Dan Plus Shay is. Country. That's why. Oh man, the Chemical Brothers. Shay, they're they're still making good. shit. Even if you don't really fuck with country like that. They're pretty fucking talented. Yo, they are. Vampire Weekend one. And I've never listened to them. And I listened to the album they won. I'm a fan. The Dice. <laughs> I'm a fan. It it's it's definitely like I guess like bluegrass country or whatever, kinda like folkish. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They used to have a like a pop punk town. Who did? Vampire <laughs> Weekend. I never or did, or did I just or did I just mix them up? I just put them in with, with other white bands that I do. I think you did do that. You did like a. I feel like I did that. Yes, white racism. white band white band washing. Yeah, I think that's what I did. Yeah, it's okay. The Star Is Born War for soundtrack. Um, I will say I will say the fuck out of that song, man. Just that one song. I yeah, but that whole soundtrack ain't it. I don't know, man. Every time I hear Gaga start yelling, <laughs> how they went for soundtrack over Rocket Man? <clears throat> they did, nigga. How? I'm just telling you. I don't know how, nigga. That's what it, that's what happened. <laughs> I did, I wasn't voting. 
Billie Eilish, oh, of course. Say what? Billie Eilish won four, of course, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, she won five. Uh, she just won. Yeah, she did win five. She won she five. Sure did. Yeah. But she won the four big ones. Record, song, album, and best new artist. That's fine. Well, she won the... There's only been a few people who's won four. She's the youngest four. to win that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she deserves all of them. I wanted Lil Nas X to win record of the year, but also, I mean, Billie Eilish went from zero to fucking infinity in a year. So, it's hard to say she doesn't deserve it. Yeah, see, that's why I feel like, you know, like, that's why I feel like he should have got record of the year she, and then I would have been found her getting song of the year. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt, personally. Because you can't deny what Old Town Road did this past year. Yeah. I, mean, that was, I, told, I told people that was like the kids knock of you buck. Straight up. I know. They, they go fucking wild when they hear that shit. Yes. <laughs> it was great to see. He, I mean, he he makes his little EP, like his songs are like two goddamn minutes and yep. you got to play them shits over. <laughs> yep. As soon as you get in the song, you're like, no. <laughs> Put that shit on repeat. <laughs> Every so I listen to Panita. I'm like, man, this shit already over. No, put that shit back on. Run it back. Yeah, man. They're catchy and they're fun. Lil Nas X is like, I don't know, a nice breath of fresh air, honestly. It's, yeah, was, it just seems just so fun. You know, his whole vibe is just very fun. And yeah. I like having fun when I listen to music. Oh, man. PJ Morton and JoJo got them a, a Grammy. Yeah, Deserve JoJo it. got one. Say what? Brandon, what'd you say? JoJo got one. Yeah. Which set her yeah. fans off. That PJ Morton record is fire. Good for JoJo, man. She's been through a lot in this industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, at Kirk Franklin got something. And he don't. Why does he want a Grammy? <laughs> Best gospel performance. Kirk was out there doing a Nipsey Hussle tribute. Nipsey technically got two. For the DJ Khaled song. Oh, yeah. The yeah, Higher really... and Rax in the middle. Oh, yeah. I forgot he's on Higher. That's why he was out there. Because he mm-hmm. did Higher for the, for, for, for the Nipsey Hussle tribute. And I was like, okay, this is great. Because, again, DJ Khaled was not going um, <laughs> like, to be like any type of somberness. <laughs> to yeah. At all. None whatsoever. It's DJ Khaled. <laughs> that nigga dead, but we out here now. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta get up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Also, this weekend, I Wait, don't know when it, oh, I don't God. know when it was. I watched Bad Boys too. And I just I I know it's probably it's news to me. Y'all might know. But I just realized that DJ Khaled name is Khaled Khaled. Yes, it sure is. Deirdre. Wait, excuse me? Yeah, his name is Khaled Khaled. That's Deidre. <laughs> Khaled Ben Khaled. You are a whole lie. Are you nope. Deidre, Deidre, he's in Bad Boys. And Wednesday came up there because it showed, it showed it up there. And I was like, hold up, who that? <laughs> they made a typo. <laughs> they did not. Oh, oh my fully gosh. Just DJ Khaled. He should be like Khaled two times. Khaled Muhammad Khaled. He should be Khaled Squared. DJ so nice, they yeah, named him twice. Khaled Squared. Uh, you know what I mean? Khaled to the second power. 
Like there's so many he could have got there's so many bath puns he could have did. Y'all are a whole lot. Are you Y'all Khaled? Khaled. Khaled Muhammad Khaled from New Orleans, Louisiana. Are you from New Orleans? He was born in New Orleans at least. I I thought the whole movie had got it wrong. I was like, that is a typo. Who did that, DJ Khaled? Wow. Yep. I was today years old when I found out that nigga. Hey, yeah. look, I was three days older than you. <laughs> <laughs> he apparently I met Birdman and Lil Wayne. Yeah, two first names. God, I'm yeah. just, oh. Not, not that you got two first names. Two you the two same? Names, first names. <laughs> Your name well, is really John John. Three, technically. <laughs> it's your middle name. This nigga name is John James John. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mirror. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like when you hold it, when you stand at one mirror, you hold up another mirror and it just keep reflecting back and forth. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> Closest I know in real, I actually know a dude in real life named Willie Williams. Really? Look, I work with a dude yes. named Willie Williams, and we joked his ass all the time. He called William Williams. We was like, your mama was bored. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yo. One. Alec Khaled, baby. Shout out to y'all, nigga, for holding this show down. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck, bruh? Like, what? Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. I'm like so mad when I go into work tomorrow. Oh, right. This is Kelly Cali only had two names. Cali. <laughs> I can't even work under these conditions. Two Callis don't make a lid. This was supposed to be like a five minute thing. And the worst thing about conference calls, and I don't know, I don't know how many of you have to deal with conference calls. The worst thing about conference calls is just the jibber jabber. Like, dude, it is 10 o'clock at night. Take your jokes, put them in your pocket, and go sit on them. Like, nobody has time for this. I don't need you to interject with every un, just, just benign comment that adds nothing to the conversation, reiterating what people have already said. Get on it. You either know what you're doing or you don't. If you don't, be like, I don't know, and let's move on to the next thing. And people just be like kikiing and ha ha at ten o'clock at night. Like we all got to go to work tomorrow. Like, bruh, what are you doing? Get off the phone, man. Like, please. And then it was like, I'm just sitting on it. Like, oh, I'm just sitting, you know. What's freedom? What's like, what freedom? is that? Because it doesn't exist. And the thing was, they didn't even need me. Like, really didn't. I tell you, bro, I don't understand it. I don't get, man, y'all. I do not get white people. I do not get them. I do not get them. It's like, it's people at my, it's it's people at my job who get to work mad early and like stay all day. I'll be like, I don't, I don't understand. You have privilege. Why are you here? (laughs) You have a salary and privilege. Why are you still here? And they don't do nothing. They just be talking to people. It's like it's the only place you got friends is, in, is at work. Is the only place you got friends? Coming to work first thing you doing? How you doing today? Same I was doing yesterday, bro. Sitting in this office with you. What's up? <laughs> just talking all day. But then I got the nerve to be complaining about being at work. 
but then still get to work early, work 12 hours. No. It must be nice to be white sometimes when I see shit like that happening. And then go get on the call at 7. You've been at work since 7. You got off at 4. You go home three hours later, you back on the phone. And you're like, hey, bye. hey, I just saw you guys. Hey, looks like it's going to be a long one. <laughs> Fuck off the phone, bro. <laughs> Why are you making these jokes, nigga? Oh Don't want to be here. I can't eat dinner. Can't pet core. Can't take a stroll <laughs> through the yard. <laughs> that is hilarious. Can't do nothing. Like, cause y'all just talking, even hanging up the phone is hard. 30 minutes ago, they realized they couldn't do nothing. It was like, well, I guess we just can't, guess we can't do anything. So maybe we should probably, maybe try to figure (laughs) do this for 30 minutes. Get off the phone. Yo, just listen. Send an email. Yikes. Draft the email with all the information we need. We'll read it tomorrow when we're all back at work, sitting in our cubicles. Own the clock, not own my time. <laughs> I like. I want. I want to share a comment about the Kobe tribute. I want to talk about the Grammys, but I can't because at any moment they could be like, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> We need you. Finally. Poor thing. And then they and then later on, when you get jobs like this when you be on call, they'll be like, whenever you have to sit on the call for that long, make sure you you put those hours in. Why? I'm salaried. Why matter? So y'all can look at my time for the money and be like, well, we're definitely getting what we're paying for it out of this guy. He works 60 hours every week. We're only paying him 40. Oh my God. All right, man. Brandon about to quit live on the podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> Breaking news. Fuck this shit. <laughs> oh my God. It's the worst. It is the worst. Right. Tune in next week to see if Brandon still has a Next job. week, nigga, I got to do the skin Friday. <laughs> Talk about. <laughs> might have to do it again tomorrow. Somebody might come up with a magical fix. Guys, mm-hmm. we figured it out. Let's do this again tonight. Mm-hmm. Same time, same shame call. Nigga. <laughs> oh my God. Breaking news random. Computer place burns down. <laughs> uh, I can't. I just can't. I swear to God. I promise y'all. I promise. We could cancel this podcast. This this whole pod. We could cancel all the ways my forty acres tomorrow, and y'all could never get another episode from us. But I promise you. I promise you. When I leave this job. I am doing a podcast episode <laughs> about everything. I'm sure there's some type of contractual wait, a, wait two years for you venture frustrations with us. 
online and in forums and on Twitter and on I would, Facebook. Yeah, I would, I would read that first just Bruh. to make sure. I'm gonna make sure it's covered so they can't, so they can't have me paying my job back the money it gave me. But when that time is up, I'm dropping names. I'm dropping personalities. Oh my god! I'm giving y'all stories. <laughs> I'm telling it all. I'm not dropping names. Because if I drop names and people can come after me, some of these people I think legit crazy. You gotta give uh, like nicknames. I love that they think I'm calm. Like you know why I'm calm? You're upset because when <laughs> when they be like when they say out loud, "Ugh, I wish I was at home." So what'd you do last weekend? I know they lying because people who really wish they were at home. Don't be walking around talking to everybody because we're so sad that we're not at home. <laughs> like anytime, hey Brain, you want to go outside? I'm already outside. What are we doing? We looking at the sun? <laughs> we breathe the air. What are we doing? As long as it's not inside, what are we doing? Are we counting B stripes? What are we doing? Counting <laughs> B stripes. Oh my God. Okay, so before we get off before we get off the Grammy talk, I couldn't even say nothing about the videos I was playing. You don't understand. I watched like two hours of the Grammys. Yeah, you were the only one that watched the Grammys. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I definitely wasn't. I, I knew like I I knew the Grammys was on and I got as much of what was happening because you were texting us. Bro, I need y'all to understand. on my TV. I need y'all to understand why Alicia Keys is a terrible fucking Grammy host outside of everything that y'all said earlier. First off, she opened a Boys to Men song standing next to Boys to Men. Are you serious? Are you serious, ma'am? Are you serious? You have the vocal range. I just said this was struggle. You have the the vocal range of a turtle tail. What the fuck are you doing Singing next to three fourths of boys to men before they get the same. And then she had her eyes closed while she was doing something. Bro! And then, because I think people just canceled on hosting because they were sad about Kobe, she does that whole seven song karaoke mess. Right? Which is terrible. Bill Port is back there. He comes out. He drops seven seconds worth of talk and he walks in the back. Every time they cut back to her, she got a new outfit on, like it's about to be a new her, but it's the same keys. It's the same damn keys we just saw 10 minutes ago, because they do 20 minutes worth of commercials in between to drag something that's a 90-minute event out to four and a half hours. (laughs) There was one point where I turned away from the Grammys to go watch something else, and it was probably paint drying. It was more entertaining than Alicia Beige keys. And I came back and she was so goddamn high that I couldn't believe they did that they cut the commercial so early knowing she was high. She was so high. They cut back from commercial and her and the girl she was standing next to who had won like best new artist the year before some shit. They just talking like the camera on them and Alicia like, yeah. So, you know, then I had two pieces of pizza. <laughs> It's a girl, you breaking your diet. And I think somebody was like, Alicia. And she went, huh? Oh, <laughs> shit, we back. 
What's up, y'all? Hey. Hey, what's happening, man? It's your boy, Big Creek Third Core representing. You know, I'm rocking with Wes, my 40 acres.